day number 22 of the 30 Day Solo Podcast Challenge. I'm David Hooper from BigPodcast.com, and my job is to help you grow a big audience for your message. That's what we're doing in this series of podcasts. And the way we're doing it, via podcasting. This series of episodes is going to give you everything you need to have a compelling solo podcast. One of those things is a clear message. A clear message is the number one thing that you can have that will attract and build a great audience. When you've got a clear message, you can cut through the noise on social media. You can cut through the noise of mass media. People find you, and not only will people find you, they will do your marketing for you. They will spread your message for you. It gets people more attached to you. It gets people talking about you. You're going to make more money. You're going to have more flexibility with your podcast. Podcasting becomes a lot more fun when you are in charge. I know that's scary for some people. Yeah, it's all on you. If it fails, it's all on you. But it's not going to fail because you're going to have all the skills you need thanks to this 30-day solo podcast challenge. I want you to listen to the intro episode first. That explains the what and why of everything happening here. You can get the intro episode and all 30 days of this challenge at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That's bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Previously, day number 21, I talked about how to get started. Your listeners are waiting to get started. Many of them sitting there listening to you. They haven't made a move on what it is that you talk about. They're thinking about it. And they get on Facebook and they talk about it. Maybe they read books about it, but they're not taking action. On day number 21, we talked about breaking that down, getting people to take action by giving them a simple task, the next right thing that they need to do to make something happen. Today, the focus is rejection. This is something that happens to everybody. Let me give you some famous examples. Anna Wintour, you know her as the editor of Vogue magazine. She was fired from Harper's Bazaar a competitor to Vogue. Some people think it's a competitor. (laughs) She was fired after nine months because her shoots, they were too edgy. Elvis Presley, before he was a solo artist, he was in a band, wanted to be a singer in a band, and he went to a guy named Eddie Bond in Memphis, a club called The Hi-Hat. And Eddie Bond told him, stick to driving a truck because you'll never make it as a singer. A few months later, he got a song with Sam Phillips in Memphis at Sun Studios called That's All Right Mama, and the rest is history. One of the biggest artists ever. Steve Jobs, one of the most well-known entrepreneurs ever. You may be listening to this podcast on something that he came up with. He was fired from his own company, his own company being Apple. He started a company called Next. Don't remember it? Few people do. It was a short-lived company. The only reason I remember it, and it was significant to me, was because a Next computer was how I first got on the World Wide Web. Rush Limbaugh, you've heard of him, the most highly paid radio DJ ever. He was fired from several radio jobs. He actually left radio. He went to work as a statistician for the Kansas City Royals. I've got air checks. We talked about those a few days ago. From Rush Limbaugh's early days in the early 70s, I'm going to attach them to the end of this episode. You are not going to believe what he used to sound like. Walt Disney another Kansas City guy. He was fired from the Kansas City Star in 1919 because his editor said he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. Well, that's what he's known for now. Kind of ironic, isn't it? Everybody's got a story like this. So that's the question of the day. This is what I want you to talk about on your episode of the day. Share a story of being rejected. It can be something personal, like being turned down for a date. If you want to up the ante, Maybe you ask somebody to marry you. 
You got rejected on that. It could be something business-oriented, a job, maybe a book proposal. Here's why it's important. As I mentioned, everybody has one of these stories. And because of that, it's going to help you build rapport with listeners. It's going to share your human side. It's going to show those listeners who are at the very beginning of their journey that you have had those experiences as well, because that is certainly something that you face in the beginning of your journey. Let me give you an example. This is sort of podcasting related. This is about my book, Big Podcast. I worked on this book for a long time. After four years, I'd finished the manuscript. I was thinking about the launch. And my thought, because I wanted to get this book out to as many people as possible, was that it would be a good idea to connect with somebody who could do the forward. It would be somebody who was maybe more established than me or in a different market than I was. Somebody that could help add legitimacy to this book and help launch me into the podcasting space. I had a few people that I was considering. One of them was perfect. I really wanted this guy, but I didn't have a way to get in touch with him. I went to his manager. Nothing. Went to his co-host, because he's got a co-hosted podcast. Nothing. Finally, I reached out to his producer, wrote her an email. This is how I was reaching out to everybody. Not only did I get turned down by this producer, she did it in such a way that I ended up being pretty pissed. I'll be honest with you. Because it wasn't just a rejection that she sent back. I was mad that the way she worded this rejection, it sounded like she hadn't even reached out to this guy. It sounded like it was her decision, not his decision. She completely squashed the idea. And I was pretty mad about that. I thought she took away from his decision-making process. I wouldn't have been mad if this guy had said no. Maybe disappointed. But with her, not only was I disappointed that I was getting rejected, but I was mad about it too. I mean, seriously, I've been rejected a lot over the years. I've got a pretty high tolerance to rejection. Everybody in the entertainment industry has been rejected. And this is one of the coldest emails that I have ever seen. She shot it down. She obviously didn't want any kind of response to it. I think I may have actually sent her a response though, something like, thank you for your consideration. I tend to do that when I'm rejected. And I was rejected a lot for the forward on this book, by the way. A famous comic rejected me, not Mark Marin, by the way. I did reach out to him. He just ignored me. <laughs> a famous radio host, this guy's from NPR, he ignored me. I could go on. And finally, I put it out without a forward. My thought was that I would get the book out, let it marinate a little bit, pick up some sales, pick up some momentum, and that if I ever want a Ford, I can always go back to somebody and add a Ford later, put that out in another edition. So maybe that's a lesson if there is one here. You can always change your approach. Other big lesson though, or at least something you might be able to relate to, is that even the person with the toughest skin, and not that that's me, but again, I got a pretty tough skin for rejection, is going to have somebody get under that skin sooner or later. So I want you to think about a rejection story. Again, could be personal, could be business-oriented. This is your action step. Get your pen, get your paper. Outline the episode with three things, the beginning, the middle, and the end. The intro, talk about a project you were working on, something that you wanted to do. The meet, what happened? You went up to her and you said, will you marry me? She went into it. You sent your book proposal off, the publisher, the agent, not into it. Talk about what happened. What was that like? You've got the intro leading up to it, and you've got the rejection itself. Then the wrap-up, how did it feel? What happened afterwards? And how were you moving on from it? What happened because of that rejection? Remember, stories are important, and this whole thing could be a story. 
If it makes sense and it's on topic, you can talk about multiple rejections. As always, keep your outline short and tight. Don't overthink it. I'd say three to five minutes. You're thinking of a rejection story right now. Talk about it. Outline the beginning, the middle, and the end. Hit record. Go for it. Upload it. If you want me to review it, I'm always happy to do that for this and any other episode of the 30-Day Solo Podcast Challenge. Hit me up at bigpodcast.com. That is it for today. And before you outline everything, hit record, make your episode, I want you to do this. Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast. Get all 30 days. I'm guiding you through a system, giving you everything that you need to be a great solo podcaster. While you're there, I've got a free podcast toolkit for you, episode templates, guest applications. If you're doing an interview show, make your guest work for it, man. Make him apply to get on it. Run him through this process. You're going to have a much better experience than simply letting anybody and everybody be on your podcast. I've got a guest release form, music release forms. Everything is there for you in my podcast toolkit, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. All of this is free. I will see you tomorrow on the next episode. And now, a man you know as Rush Limbaugh, here's an old air check when he was known as Chris Christie. This is from 1972. Margaret Messina with a song and the answer to the musical question, whatever happened to Fibber McGee? Well, I congratulate our name it and claim it winner, Jeff Rodman of Eastmont. Uh, Jeff wins copy going up the country, but it can't heat in 1968 or 69. Take your pick. And also, Jeff, I will send you two six-packs of carefree sugarless gum. You can chew it all day. And that'll entitle you to 12 more entries for you in the Carefree Rock Concert Contest. Contest. That's a tongue twister. Keep listening to the Jeff Christie Stardust Jockey Show for complete details about this contest. Well, we've had two cash call winners today, folks. A grand total of $624 and, and 28 cents to give it away. Perry Marshall gave away 375 bucks and 14 cents this afternoon to Mrs. John Vuksik of Pittsburgh, and I had my first cash call winner of all time tonight, Mr. Frank Rope of Bloomfield, claimed $249.14. It's a hefty amount of money all day, six twenty four twenty eight. New jackpot for tomorrow is $240.14. Got it down so you can remember it. Bob DiCarlo makes the next call tomorrow morning, $240.14. Big Podcast. <laughs>